Hey everyone, it's Katie, and welcome to the official first episode of Unsung Women. I am so excited to kick this podcast off. Today, we will be talking about the incredible Patsy Takamoto Mink, the first woman of color elected to the U.S. House of Representatives, the first Asian American woman to serve in Congress. I'm going to be honest, I think I bit off more than I can chew with Patsy being my first person. She has accomplished so much in her life and in her time in the U.S. government that I'm sure I missed out on some things. Y'all will just have to do some extra research if you want to learn more, which obviously I hope you will. Okay, so on with the learning about the incredible trailblazer in U.S. politics, Patsy Takamoto Mink. Patsy's life began on December 6, 1927, in Paya, Hawaii, to Sumatsu Takamoto, a civil engineer, and Matama Tatayama Takamoto. Despite living in what many would consider paradise, Patsy and her family faced discrimination and segregation between the white plantation bosses and Japanese Americans and Native Hawaiian workers. Following the infamous bombing of Pearl Harbor in December 1941, Many Japanese Americans in Hawaii were arrested. Mink's father was questioned by authorities, but luckily was released. She got her first taste of leadership when she attended Maui High School. She was the first girl to serve as the student body president in her senior year and graduated valedictorian in 1944, despite anti-Japanese sentiments throughout Hawaii and the mainland. It's easy to believe that Patsy was hopeful when she left to attend Wilson College in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, and then University of Nebraska, but that quickly changed as she still faced discrimination on the mainland. An example of such discrimination was that all students of color were not allowed to live in the same dorms as white students. After facing adversity, Patsy transferred back to Hawaii to graduate with a BA in zoology and chemistry from the University of Hawaii in 1948. Patsy originally wanted to become a doctor but kept getting denied entry into medical programs around the country. Because of this, she decided to make the switch to become a lawyer. She enrolled in the University of Chicago's law school, becoming one of only two women in her class. Her mission was probably because the university had mistaken her for a foreign student. While studying at the University of Chicago, she met John Mink playing a card game at the International House. The two married and remained in Chicago as Patsy graduated from the law school in 1951, but kept her job at the University of Chicago's law school library. Patsy's life as a lawyer was not initially successful. No Chicago law firms would hire her so she and her family made the decision to move back to her home state. In 1953, she became the first Japanese American admitted to the Hawaiian bar. She was also the first woman to be licensed as an attorney in Hawaii. Unfortunately, she still encountered discrimination during her job search, with firms unwilling to hire her due to her being a woman, a mother, or them objecting to Mink's interracial marriage as her husband was white. Faced with the fact that she was deemed unhirable, Patsy did the most obvious thing for her career. 
She opened her own private practice, as well as lectured on business law at the University of Hawaii. It was through her private practice that she was introduced to the Democratic Party as she worked as a private attorney for the House of Representatives. Patsy's political career officially began in 1954 when she founded the Oahu Young Democrats and worked as the attorney for the Territorial House of Representatives in 1955. She felt at home in the political arena as she ran and won the 1956 election to that chamber and again in 1958 before winning a seat in the Territorial Senate where she served from 1958 to 1959. When Hawaii won statehood in 1959, she began her campaign for the House of Representatives. Hawaii's delegate, John Anthony Burns, began working deals behind the scenes as most politicians do, and he ended up endorsing Daniel Anoy, despite having taken Patsy as his protege. Many believe this was because she frequently broke with her party to do what she believed was right. By endorsing Anoy, the election was forced to have a primary between the two candidates, which resulted in her losing the primary. It was in 1964 that Hawaii gained a second seat in the House of Representatives and Patsy began a grassroots campaign with the help of her husband. She ran without the Democratic Party's blessing, raising campaign funds mostly from small individual contributions. She narrowly won against the two other candidates to secure her spot on the ballot alongside Spark Masayuki Matsunaga, Daniel Inouye's successor in the House. Due to her past of not always following behind men, many Democrats began making side deals again to support the Republican nominees in order to defeat Patsy. In a four-person race, she received 27% of the vote, becoming the first Asian American woman and the second woman from Hawaii to serve in Congress. Patsy served in Congress from 1967 to 1977 and then in 1989 to 2003, during which she campaigned for the rights of immigrants, women, children, and the environment. She served on many committees, including the Committee on Education and Labor, the Committee on Interior and Insular Affairs, and the Budget Committee. Being on those committees allowed her to work on issues that had been the focus of her attention in the Hawaii legislature. Mink introduced or sponsored the first child care bill and legislation establishing bilingual education, student loans, special education, professional sabbaticals for teachers, and the Head Start program. She worked to educate Americans about the internment of the Japanese Americans during World War II. She refused to support President Johnson when he wanted to raise the income tax during the Vietnam War because she thought the money would go to the war instead of furthering social programs. In 1967, she put significant effort into passing a bill to institute a national daycare system to support low-income households. The Comprehensive Child Development Act 
was then folded into the Economic Opportunities Act in 1971 because opponents complained that the act alone offered too many incentives for mothers to go to work. Though the Opportunity Act passed both houses of Congress, President Nixon vetoed it in 1971. Mink recalled years later that the bill's failure was one of the real disappointments in her political career. Patsy's greatest accomplishment in Congress could easily be Title IX, which barred sexual discrimination in institutes receiving federal funds and opened opportunities for women in athletics. It should come as no surprise that Title IX was opposed and it narrowly squeaked by without any amendments by people who could not stand the thought that women's sports should be funded more equally. Another great accomplishment for her was the Women's Education Equity Act that provided 30 million a year in educational funds for programs to promote gender equity in schools, to increase educational and job opportunities for women, and to excise gender stereotypes from textbooks and school curriculum. Patsy continued gaining national attention for her passionate support of liberal causes, so much so that in 1971, she was invited by Oregon Democrats to appear on the Democratic presidential primary ballot in that state in order to draw attention to the anti-war movement. She was committed to her campaign to showcase peace and visited Oregon for seven weekends. In the end, she only received 2% of the vote. In 1976, she gave up her bid for re-election in the House to run for a seat in the U.S. Senate. She lost the race against her colleague Matsunaga. She returned to Hawaii and was then elected to the Honolulu City Council. Patsy also tried to run for mayor and governor, but she lost both. Her time in the Congress was not quite done yet, as she won the election in 1990 and returned to the 102nd Congress and then was re-elected for the next five terms. She continued to advocate for health care and education reform, pushing for a universal health care plan that would allow people of all economic backgrounds to receive medical treatment. Mink combined two of her long-standing interests when she co-sponsored the Gender Equity Act in 1993. Patsy was disappointed that gender discrimination still persisted in the United States even after 20 years of the passage of Title IX. She believed that, quote, we must assure that schools all across the country implement and integrate into their curriculum, policies, goals, programs, activities, and initiatives to achieve educational equity for women and girls, end quote. She formed the Congressional Asian Pacific American Caucus with other colleagues to ensure that they were being represented and consulted in important decisions regarding the U.S. government. On September 28, 2002, Patsy Takamoto Mink died after a month-long hospitalization due to pneumonia in her home state of Hawaii. Due to the timing of her death, her name was still on the ballot for re-election, and she won by a large margin. 
One of Patsy's colleagues, John Boehner, remarked how she was a vibrant, passionate, and effective voice for the principles she believed in. In honor of Patsy, Title IX was renamed the Patsy T. Mink Equal Opportunity in Education Act. Well, everyone, that is the life of Congresswoman Patsy Takamoto Mink. As I said in the beginning, Patsy did so much for women and minorities that I know I've missed some things, but I think I included the important legislations that she fought for. Given her disappointment in gender discrimination over 20 years ago, I can only imagine Patsy, what Patsy would have had to say about today's political climate. I hope everyone enjoyed learning about the first woman of color elected to the U.S. House of Representatives and the first Asian American woman to serve in Congress. Sources from today's podcast are from the following. Women'shistory.org, history.house.gov, and womenofthehall.org. Thank you so much for tuning in.